It looks like Walker Bueller is headed on a rehab assignment soon. Trevor Story's return is also right around the corner. Join us today where we provide you with the best mustache players for week 18 on this action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we are your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you could find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a, a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. Also, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit the little bell below. It subscribes to the channel, also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And lastly, but most importantly, subscribe to us on the Subtext website. With the end of the season here wrapping up, you want to join us on Subtext because you get instant alerts for prospect call-ups, injury alerts, um, and much, much more than we could offer in this 30-minute podcast. You know, everyone that's in there is loving it. And you also get um, a free entry to our listener league for next year. Come show us what you got. And Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we got a fully loaded episode for you today. As always, let us be your team's secret weapon as we talk to you about the best mustache players for Week 18. And Matt, we've been telling everybody about this guy, and it looks like his return is imminent. So, Matt, take it away. All right, let's talk about Mr. Walker Bueller. My wife's maiden name, so I have a special attachment to him. Um, Mr. Walker Bueller is, yeah, we all know who he is, right? The kid is an absolute stud when healthy. Like, I love Walker Bueller. And every time we talk about him, I will always mention that if it was for the, wasn't for the fact he was hurt and he was coming to this year healthy, he probably would have been my number one, if not number two arm ranked going into the season because the kid's got all the upside in the world. I love him to death. Dom disagrees on how high I am on him, but I just feel like this kid just has a whole nother level. Last year, I really throw out the window since he had a 402 ERA, but that's part of the him get, leading up to getting hurt. So I kind of want to discount that. I kind of want to take it away. I want to look at like 2021 where he had a 247 ERA, 207 innings pitched. He had 212 strikeouts and he had a FIP of 316. So even if he had an ERA of three, let's call it even between the two, um, that's still a phenomenal year where I'm just like, boom, I'm super impressed. The K for nines and the whip is below one. Like, that's what I think this kid's upside is anywhere from three to below sub three. Um, I mean, just sub three, <laughs> and, um, you know, essentially have a little bit over a K for nine. I don't think he's going to be like a Scherzer or, you know, a Verlander in their prime where they're just going 20, 30, 40 Ks over K per nine, but he'll definitely be above by like anywhere from the range of 10 to 20, above k per nine but manage to keep that era really nice and elite um whip nice and elite and then he's on the dodgers so the winds are always going to be there too so there's that boost of that so i just love walker bueller and if he could hit that second tier second year where he's able to go 40 plus uh over k per nine the, the sky's the limit with this kid and i truly think that if you pick up walker bueller now you stash him in the next couple weeks 
he can be what a addition to your bullpen and to your rotation. I mean, going into the playoffs, like this is a kid, like I think honestly, out of all these names, you must stash him today. I think what, Dom, do you know his ownership percentage? 51%. Right. So guys, like, I mean, we're talking 49% of leagues. He's still available. This needs to be anywhere from like 80 to 90% in the terms of the stash uh, stash market. It's it's absolutely bonkers, and you're going to regret if you don't get him and you're going up against him in the first round or second round of the playoffs, and he's lighting you up. Yeah, Matt, we're, we're on board. I mean, I, I wouldn't have him one or two. I, I think when Walker Buehler's healthy, he's easily a top 10 pitcher in MLB for sure. But we're, we're pretty much on the same page. I'm not going to argue, uh, you know, uh, uh, nits, nits and bits with you on uh, Walker Buehler because he is an absolutely dominant starting pitcher. He's getting a little older than I thought. I thought he was a little bit younger, but Walker Buehler's 29 years old. So, you know, I mean, he's still he's still fairly young. He still, you know, has a lot of career left, hopefully. Um, the, the word on the street with Bueller is, is that he's going to, you know, um, ramp up his recovery. He's going to Arizona this week and he's going to face, you know, um, batters for the first time. I think the Dodgers are trying to get him back in that rotation a lot sooner than later because they really don't have a lot, you know, besides, you know, Kershaw is supposed to be coming back this week and, you know, Julio Urias is, you know, doing okay. He's finally starting to catch a little bit of a groove. Besides that, they really don't have much. So I think they want Walker Bueller back in that rotation as soon as possible. He's, you know, obviously recovering from Tommy John surgery. Matt talked to you about the kid's upside is through the roof. If you've been listening to us, um, two, two weeks ago, he was down under 20% owned. And, you know, as the news started ramping up, he went all the way up to 51%. So you'd still, if you still have the chance to add him, it's kind of that pause the podcast moment and go out there and see if Walker Bueller's on your waiver wire and just dash or make the room honestly. But let's keep things pushing here. Let's move on to our next guy. And it's somebody who's a little bit closer than Walker Bueller. It's Trevor Story. Another guy that we've been talking about for at least the last few weeks, if not even more than that. Story, you know, it's on that minor league rehab assignment right now. And he's actually been looking pretty good so far. Um, the, the Red Sox can't keep him down much longer because he's, you know, hitting that limit because they can only have him down there for so long. Um, his exact His exact stats down in the minors this year is 13 games. 40 at-bats, um, hold up a second here, 40 at-bats, eight runs, four doubles, four homers, nine RBIs, a stolen base, and he's been batting 300 with 13 strikeouts to seven walks. I think Trevor Story has something to prove, you know, when he's going he's gonna to come out here. I think they can only have him down for 20 games. So, yeah, it's 20 games. They can only have him down there for 20 games because he's a veteran. So he's going to be back, honestly, sometime next week. Trevor Story's 55% owned on Yahoo. Um, I think the outlook for Story is maybe like a 260 batting average with some power, some speed. That Red Sox lineup is pretty good, so the runs and RBIs are going to be good as well. Almost a four-and-a-half category contributor when you're talking your standard five-by-five league. I think Trevor Story, another must-add guy, you know, right behind Bueller. He's like the the top bat. Bueller's the top arm to get going right now. So do what you can, guys. Get them on your team. Yeah, Story actually will be back as you're listening to this show. So he's actually out there in about 55% of leagues. I uh, just saw the notification come across. So he's gonna be he's gonna be out there. I think you know what? We just lost probably Jazz Chisholm again. So I mean yeah, great Trev- replacement. Yeah, phenomenal replacement. You pretty much step in, and, I mean, the likelihood of Story getting hurt is about the likelihood of Jazz getting hurt. So it is what it is. But anyway, um, you know, Jazz is going to be my new Alberto Montesi after this season. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, you're going to get the little jism in the back there, right, in the flanges. Um, but anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Mr. Mason Miller of the Oakland Athletics. Um, 
you know, he started off the year hot after getting the call up with 21 innings pitch, 22 Ks, a 3-3-8 ERA, and a .9 whip. .98 whip. So, Mason Miller, you know, interesting enough, really didn't have a lot of innings pitch that I could see in his career in the minors. Like, I'm, like, True. it's, like, only, like, uh, 8 plus 14, you know, 22 plus 6. I mean, it's, like, 28 innings pitch in total, but it's wild. But the kid just, you know, I guess really showed out here. And I like what he did when he got the call. It's it's going to be great. I think that, you know what, you pick up Mason Miller's more of a stash and see what he does when he gets the call, more of a speculative ad. He's doing bullpens right now. I think they're elevating him to a rehab game soon, probably going to take about two, three weeks. And then the, I would say he probably gets the call back up into the major league team. Let me see what happens. Yeah, I love Mason Miller. Kid throws gas. He throws over 100 miles an hour consistently. Uh, the breaking stuff is is something he's working on, so it's it's decent. And his stats on the year are very, very good. A 3-3-8 ERA, 21 innings pitch, 22 strikeouts, an 0-9-8 whip, and the FIP is at a 3-0-8. So he was actually pitching, you know, over his um FIP, which you know you normally don't see that. So everything looks good. Matt, you broke Mason Miller down very well. Just want to add that he's 11% rostered right now in Yahoo Leagues. So if you missed out on Bueller, I think, you know, Mason Miller is somebody you could look at and see where the thing goes. As Matt mentioned, he's going to be back within, I'd say, the next two to three weeks, potentially. Uh, maybe even, you know, early September, we'll see where things go. But before we move on and we talk about a Red Sox starting pitcher, we talk about a bat that has a lot, a lot of power that, you know, people might have forgot about from last year. And then after that, we're going to get into some prospects and to let you know which ones you need to stash. Just wanted to talk to you guys about our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are to where you want to be. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on MLB. And guys, every time I read this ad, I like to take a little second and just talk about how important mental health is. Um, you know, in everybody, it's, it's just such a tough thing. Life can be hard. You know, we always have a lot of different things going on in life. So if you're having a little bit of mental health problems or you feel like you need help, um, you know, reach out to any of your friends, anybody, you know, that anyone around you, you know, just let them know that you're not feeling okay. And then go to better help because better help is a very, very great company. They do a great job. And plus you're getting 10% off your first month. So it doesn't get much better than that. And dear everydayers and new listeners, we have an incredible opportunity for you to support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way. Introducing our Diamond Club on the subtext website. By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but also gain access to exclusive benefits. Get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call up alerts, injury updates, instant reactions, and enjoy direct access to us for all of your burning fantasy baseball questions. 
Plus, you can try it out completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to Matt and I, and we can't wait to connect with you on this exciting journey. Join our Diamond Club on the subtext website today, and let's take your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. And guys, lastly, most importantly, I keep saying it, guys. You know, come on. I, w- I want to see what you guys got. You know, if you join up from now to September 1st, or if you're already in the Diamond Club, you get that entry um, to get a chance to join our listener league for next year. And like I said, come show Matt and I what you got. If you think you can beat the pros, come show us what you can do. But Matt, as always, that's a lot of talking for me, brother. Why don't you grab this next guy here, sir? Yeah, and let me add one more thing. You need to be an active member when we're ready for the um, yes for the drawing. So you have to be active. You and you just you can't just sign up for like the two weeks now and then you know cancel it two weeks later and before you have to pay. And go. I mean, if you want to sign up, you know, a week before, that's on you. I mean, I'll still accept that. I'm just saying right now, if you think you you left and came back, I can't unfortunately count you in. You have to be an active member at the time of the drawing, not worrying about paying, just saying at the time. But anyway, let's move on. Um, Let's talk about Mr. Tanner Houck. Um, Tanner Houck, um, interesting enough, has had a terrible year. Um, You know, unfortunately, also has a broken face. Um, so is now working. <laughs> so, um, as, as we, uh, as we talk about this, uh, I would just think that hopefully I could think he could bounce back to what he did in 2022, where he had that really nice three, one, five ERA with 60 innings pitched and 56 strikeouts with, you know, one, one, eight whip. Like, I like that. I think how has always been like, um, like one of my like guilty pleasures. And when it comes to fantasy baseball pitching. Um, I always felt like if he was given the opportunity full time, he would be able to come in and take over. It's just always seemed like either, you know, he falls up short or he only gets a short window of where he's able to perform and really go off. And then it or the or things like this, they give him the the leash this year and then he sucks. And then he also gets smacked in the face with and uh, as a broken face. And it's like, dude, you need to play better, I guess. But. Um, you know, Tanner Houck, I, I just think that the kid has such a great talent that he's worth the stash. Um, I don't know if I'm adding him today, but I will say that I will add, I would add him as it gets closer after his, probably his second rehab game, um, where I'm ready to go and add him. Other than that, I mean, I'm not really running to go out and get him right now. Yeah, Matt, I agree with you for the most part. Tanner Houck isn't one, is he's not a Walker Bueller. He's not even a Mason Miller type. But the upside is there. If you take out this year's stats and you just talk about what Tanner Houck did, his, you know, his, uh, the last two years and his 17 innings from, uh, you know, his first year, it's a 302 ERA for Tanner Houck across. 20 starts, 53 games total. Some of those are bullpen games. He actually had nine saves during that time, 146 innings, 164 strikeouts, a 1-1-2 whip, and a 2-9-5 FIP. Once again, FIP is fielding independent pitching. It's an ERA indicator. So, you know, he was right around his FIP, which you kind of like to see because that means he's, you know, he's pitching the way that he should be. And I, I just think Hauk has a lot of upside. I, you know, the kid's 27 years old. I don't think this year uh, stats are indicative of how good he can be. If you missed out on Bueller, you know, Lodolo, Kyle Wright, Mason Miller, Tanner Hauk's like kind of that sneaky backup option for deep leagues because Tanner Hauk is only 7% owned on Yahoo right now. And I just think a lot of upside there with Hauk. You know, he's going to be back probably the quickest out of all of those pitchers I just named. He's already thrown one rehab start. He looked decent in that one. But as he builds up over his next two, he should be back, you know, two to three weeks, hopefully. So we'll see where the thing goes with Hauk. Deeper league play, though. Let's move on to our last 
um, you know, IL stash, and somebody that hasn't been talked about a lot, and it's Rowdy Telez. Uh, the thing with Rowdy, another guy that's kind of just really underperformed uh, his true talent. Now, Rowdy Telez really isn't going to blow you away in batting average or, you know, counting stats necessarily, but the guy hits tanks. He's like, a, you know, a Kyle Schwarber light. Last year, um, Rowdy Telez hit 35 home runs. He had 89 RBIs. The batting average was not there, but as I said, that's to be expected with Telez. The thing is, I, I truly think it's just a you know a home run play. If you're in you know um, in a position where you need some home runs, I think you, you stash Telez and you kind of just see where the thing goes. Telez is 31% owned on Yahoo. If you never really found a good replacement for a Vinny Pasquantino type at first base, Telez could potentially do that for you. Um, Telez is going to begin. Oh, he actually he probably started his rehab assignment. Oh, well, today, as you guys are listening to this, so he should be back sooner than later. Uh, I think they're saying that he'll be back probably this weekend in that White Sox series. And, you know, everyone's beating up on the White Sox, no pun intended. May, okay, may, maybe a little bit of a pun intended because, you know, uh, shout out to Jose Ramirez. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But you know what? Rowdy Teles, 31% owned. If you need some power in your lineup, you go out there and you stash him. Yeah, I, I like the take. I like uh, the power aspect of it. Telez is not somebody I'm like really excited to go add, but yeah, first base has been rough on the waiver wire. So, I mean, why not? But let's move on. Let's talk about prospects. Let's talk about guys that could possibly get the call up moving forward. Um, guys that, you know, might get the cup of coffee. These are guys you really want to take a look at. And let's talk about Evan Carter, not Aaron Carter. Um, <laughs> you know, Evan Carter of the. Texas Rangers prospect. I love him. He also didn't get moved. So to get put into that, that team and, and um, you know, really get mixed in with all that talent could be very beneficial for him. 20 years old, six foot two, 190 pounds. I would love to see him get over 200 pounds in the, in the future, but the kids got a, got a uh, serious, serious talent. 318 at bats, 60 runs, 11 doubles, three triples, 13 bombs, 57 ribs, 15 stolen bases, um, 64 walks to 80 stolen base, uh, to 80 strikeouts. Like that is good numbers. Batting 280. Like I do like his upside. I mean, shoot, you know, he's not really known to be a power guy, but I mean, there's always that next tier, like that second gear that he may be able to click. Cause I mean, 21 doubles in 2022, along with 10 triples. Um, I mean, obviously the kid's fast with 28 stolen bases, but I also think that to get a double and a triple frequent enough, you have to at least drive the ball deep. So I think Evan Carter might be able to, you know, if he gets to 200 pounds in the future, could have the power backing behind him. But for short term, runs and ribbies and stolen bases and batting average, if he gets the call, is going to be the main reason why you add him. And I see no reason why that would stop, especially in that Rangers lineup. Yeah, Matt, uh, we're we're on board, but you know what? Before we um, you know, move on here, and I give my Evan Carter take, and we talk about you know one of the Mets' top prospects that we've been talking about for a while, and one of Matt's favorite prospects. Got one more sponsor I want to talk to you guys about. And that sponsor is eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. 
every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only and exclusions do apply. All right, guys, let me hop back in here and let me give my Evan Carter take. Man, I think he's selling, I think he's selling Carter a little bit short with the power. I think I think the power, the power is gonna grow eventually. 82 games this year with 13 bombs, 106 games last year with 21 doubles, 10 triples, and 12 bombs. Uh he's a big boy. I think you mentioned 6'2, 190. As you said, if he gets over that 200 pounds, I think honestly the upside of Evan Carter, you know, two, three years from now is gonna be 25 plus home runs. The RBIs and runs are going to be great on that Texas team. And as you mentioned, the kid can steal bases like nobody's business. 28 steals in 106 games last year. A little bit slowed down this year with only 1582 games. But you know what? If he can go 25 plus homers with, you know, close to 30 steals and a good batting average and good counting stats, Evan Carter could be one of the best players in baseball in a couple of years from now. Also, Evan Carter is number six prospect on, you know, MLB.com's top 100 prospects. So that says a lot about the kid right there. And, you know, lastly, the thing is uh, Josh Young's hurt. Josh Young's hurt. So I honestly think there's room if they want to call Evan Carter up. You know, the thing might be it might be a control thing with Carter, though, because that's a kind of guy at, you know, 20 years old you want to really have control of. So he might do a Corbin Carroll, Gunnar Henderson from last year where he gets that little cup of coffee. I think all they got to do is move a few guys around, you know, in that lineup and, you know, make a little bit of room for an Evan Carter type if they really want to. Um, honestly, as I said, they're one of the best teams in baseball right now, the Texas Rangers. So if they sneak Evan Carter into that lineup, you know, going into the playoffs, oh my God, that's going to be a real dangerous team. But uh, let's keep things pushing here and let's move on to our next guy. I feel like we've talked about this guy on this episode quite a few times and the Smets still haven't made the move. And that's big Ronnie Mauricio. When I saw Ronnie Mauricio in spring training, I was just like kind of blown away. Six foot three, two, almost 225. Uh, just guys got power and speed. I, I can't wait to see this kid in the Mets lineup. I, I'm hoping it's sooner than later. He really, you know, had a breakout year last year and, you know, uh, continued it this year. 97 games for the 22-year-old 22, 22 Mauricio this year. 409 at-bats, 59 runs, 26 doubles, 2 triples, 16 homers, 58 RBIs, 19 steals with a 298 batting average. Uh, no, two eighty nine. Sorry, two eighty nine batting average. It doesn't. It doesn't get much better than that. The kid can do it all. I really don't have too much to add about Mauricio. We've talked about him a bunch this year. Definitely need to keep your eye on him. I think Mauricio, is, as Matt mentioned, I think all of these guys that we're going to talk about pretty much get cups of coffee here. And Mauricio is definitely one you're going to want to pick up before you know he gets that call because you know if you don't, you're going to miss out. Yeah, I think if Mauricio is going to get the call, it's going to be probably Labor Day weekend. If I had a if I had a gamble on it. I would put Labor Day weekend because I think that's when the control really sticks. They get that extra year and they get to fluctuate and Mauricio will be up in that, in, that, in my opinion, at that point. But let's move on. Um, let's talk about, wow, this name is fun. 
So, I got you. You want, you want to go for it or you want me to go? Want me to um, tell you? you do it because there's not even a phonetic on here. <laughs> it's Yonquil Fernandez of the Colorado Rockies. Okay, I actually was going to go with that. So okay, um, That's why I gave you the chance. I figured you might have had it. Uh, I mean, damn, all right. That makes me feel silly. But, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yonquil over here um, is an absolute stud. He has worked his way all the way up the prospect list. He's definitely a top 10, if not top 5 right now. Um, Fernandez well, is on you on your list, right? No, I'm t- MLB prospects. Um, top 100. I saw him up there the other day in top 10. Sure. Yeah. I don't have to double check that, but keep going. Yeah. I'm sorry, brother. Yeah. Double check me, but I could have sworn I saw him there. But anyway, uh, young has been moving all the way around. I mean, my guy, Colorado Rockies, right? This is what he's doing in the minors right now. 355 at bats, 62 runs, 19 doubles, three triples, 22 bombs, 81 ribbies, one stolen base, whatever, batting 293. Struggling a little bit since he's been in double A, so I don't know if he's going to come up in this year at all, but he might in September. But that power, though, that power is legit. And imagine that power in Coors Field. It's going to be electric if he does get that call. Next year, this kid at 20 years old, 6'2", 198 pounds, about two pounds shy of where where I would like to see him. And Shoot, he's 20 years old. The man body isn't here yet. So if my guy goes six foot two and decides, yo, I'm gonna put on like 15 pounds. Now you're talking like 215, almost 220. Oh boy, he could be dangerous. This kid has a lot of upside. Um, keep your leagues, keep your eye on him for the end of the season. He's somebody you might want to stash. Well, Matt, he he he's number 85 on MLB's top prospects, oh. but he's the number three prospect in the Rocky system. So Yonquil does have a lot of upside. I'm on board. You know, uh, 22 bombs and 19 doubles and 86 games in the minors this year for Yonquil. A uh, lot, a lot of power. As Matt mentioned, though, in you know. Um, in double A, he's been kind of mediocre, so I don't know what the Rockies are going to do, especially with the Rockies not being in contention right now. Um, but you know what? Yonquil Fernandez is definitely a name you're going to want to keep your eye on. You're going to want to know about him. You know, you don't forget about him. You know, if you're in a, a dynasty type league and he's out there, definitely somebody you want to pick up and stash, you know, for next year. If you're in like a league that keeps, you know, a minor league system, definitely a guy you're going to want to look at. So make sure Yonquil Fernandez is rostered in all of those kind of leagues. Let's move on to our next guy, though. Let's talk about Connor Phillips of the Cincinnati Reds. Now, Connor Phillips is a, is a great name. I, I like him. A little bit of a Ben Brown type, uh, you know, where the control is something that still needs to be worked on uh, with a 1-3-4 whip for Connor Phillips. But the ERA is great at a 2-9-2, 92 innings, a whopping 143 strikeouts for Phillips. Very, very good. I could see the Reds making the play to bring him up and just see where the thing goes with him because, you know, they, they you know, with who knows if Lodolo's coming back. Uh, he should be back, but you know what? They kind of keep uh, keep that under wraps. Hunter Green has, you know, been out. I think he's on a rehab assignment at the moment. And, you know, the rest of their rotation with Luke Weaver, Brandon Williamson, Ashcraft and Abbott are both serviceable. But you know what? I could see them saying, hey, Connor Phillips, you know what? Let's see what you got as they head into, you know, this playoff run that they could possibly make. And just, you know, see what the kid does. Big strikeout potential. You know, got Andrew Abbott upside as far as strikeouts go. But the control is something he definitely needs to work on. So I'm not 100% sure what the Reds are going to do with Connor Phillips. But definitely a name you're going to want to keep your eye on. Yeah, for sure. Great take, Dom. Um, I mean, you know, we see that 
at least the Reds pitchers come up and they start off hot like Nicolò Dolo and then die in their second year. So he gets called <laughs> up this year. We'll, we won't be talking about him next year. But anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about our last guy here. Let's talk about Colson Montgomery of the Chicago White Sox. Um, my guy is having a pretty good year. Um, I'm guessing he's hurt. I don't have the, that kind of news. Only 111 at-bats this year through um, with 30 runs, eight doubles, one triple, five bombs already, which I like that through 111, uh, 155 at-bats, 20 ribs, 37 walks to 27 strikeouts, so that plate discipline is there. Batting 324. Um, kid looks good. I mean, shoot, even in 2022 – uh, across 350 at bats, he had 11 bombs, 47 ribs, 58 runs. Uh, walk to strikeout ratio is pretty good, 54 to 83. Batting 274 on that year, like I like him. I like Colson a lot. I think that you know he has upside. Six foot three, 205 pounds. Like these are these are measurables and things like that that I like to see from from a guy, and especially somebody that's going to you know have that plate discipline only at 21 years old. Let's see what he, this kid can do next year. If he gets the call up, which is feasible with the way the white Sox are just are, um, you know, and with Tim Anderson, just being a pansy, you know, <laughs> Colson Montgomery might be able to come up there, maybe shoot the ones and break his jaw, just like Jose Ramirez did. We'll see. <laughs> Great take, Matt. Uh, I'm on board with all of that. You know, uh, the big lefty Colson Montgomery is definitely somebody you want to keep your eye on. You know, the White Sox, they unfortunately need need something to change things up. Maybe if you bring a young kid up like this, you know, 21-year-old that's showing good stats, you know, through his whole minor league career, could potentially be that, you know, like guy that, you know, comes up and plays good and the team rallies around him. One of the better prospects in baseball right now, Colson Montgomery. So I, I honestly think it's just a keep it, keep your eye on him type situation. He's still 21. He still, you know, um, hasn't really got past, you know, double A yet. And in double A, he's been struggling as well, as we talked about, you know, with um, Yonko Fernandez as well. So, you know, when guys get to double A and you don't really see them showing out yet, sometimes teams are a little bit reluctant to call them up until they really get things going. But Colson Montgomery is a name you're going to want to keep your eye on and, you know, just make sure you know about who he is if he gets the call, you know, a little cup of coffee because he's somebody he could potentially add and be an impact player. As Matt mentioned, he was hurt to start the year, but he's been back for the last couple of months and he's been, you know, kind of rocking and rolling. Once again, that's Colton Montgomery shortstop for the Chicago White Sox. But Matt, anything else to add before we head on our way, brother? Uh, no. <laughs> all, right, all right so guys that's all for today please be sure to like subscribe comment rate and review also shout out to our everydayers and new listeners for making locked on fantasy baseball your first listen each and every day and tomorrow we're doing kind of uh, our normal routine but we're going to add a little bit of spice to it we're going to be talking about you know players to target heading into your trade deadline for most uh, standard yahoo leagues the trade deadline is thursday so you know we're going to prepare you guys heading into that you definitely should make some offers definitely to listen to some offers on your better players guys that you know um are overperforming at the moment and just kind of see what you can get. Always throw those feelers out there. You don't want to be that guy that says, ah, nah, my team's okay. You're, all of our fantasy teams can always be better. So make sure you lock on with lock on with us tomorrow to, you know, hear Matt and I's thoughts on the trade deadline and some players you should be targeting. But guys, until tomorrow, see you. Peace.